Y'all, today we are talking about one of my absolute favorite apps on this planet. We are talking about Pinterest. And I don't know about you, but I've been a part of the Pinterest world for a really long time as a consumer of all of the recipes and the workout tips and the home organization and uh, like the travel, like everything you can ever imagine. So I am beyond excited to share with you the things I've learned about Pinterest in just the last six months. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Because if you've been thinking about creating a podcast for a while, well, I'm so glad you found this show. Think of this as the shortcut slash time-saving version of searching Google and YouTube for hours and hours trying to figure out the world of podcasting. Trust me, as a busy mama of three, I get it. You don't have a lot of time to be spent or wasted, I should say, searching the web, trying to find all the right ideas and all the amazing things that are out there, and you just end up overwhelmed. Trust me, I've been there, done that, took home the souvenir. But this podcast is going to help you in practical ways because twice a week we'll be delivering episodes that are going to give you steps to help you create a podcast your audience can't wait to listen to. So let's get right to it, shall we? Have you been wanting to start a podcast? You've been thinking about it. It feels right. You just know this is the next thing that my business needs. Well, I encourage you to sign up for my five-day podcast bootcamp. This is a thing that you've been looking for. It is a five-day video series where I walk you through exactly how to start, launch, and market your podcast. And I throw in some more information about planning strategies and being consistent and how you can make the most out of your podcast from day one. So sign up for our five-day Create Your Podcast Bootcamp at crystalprofit.com slash podcast bootcamp. And do it already. You know that you've been wanting to, so just bite the bullet and join us. Okay, so like I said in the beginning, I'm so excited to talk to you about Pinterest. Oh my gosh. Okay, so just a quick story. I remember being at a baby shower in my cousin's house and, you know, just a whole bunch of women. And I remember them talking about this new app that you had to be invited to it. And it was like this exclusive, mysterious thing to me. And I had no idea what they were talking about. I had just got out of college and I remember thinking, well, why don't I know about this? Like, I I should know about what this is. And it was Pinterest. And, you know, my cousin was like, oh, girl, don't worry. I'm going to invite you to it and you're going to love it. It was all about, oh, my gosh, recipes, recipes, recipes. And I can remember being up and uh, nursing my two youngest boys, like, in the middle of the night. I, like, didn't want to turn any lights on, you know, turn the TV on. But I would be pretty much awake you know, sitting there nursing them back to sleep. And um, I would get my phone out and I would turn the like the light setting on super, super low and I would pin stuff like it became like it became an obsession of mine. 
And it was just like something I fell in love with. I And I still like to this day, I don't, I don't get on there just to play as much as I used to, but oh my gosh, I cannot wait to share with you how you can use Pinterest to market your podcast. So um, I do want to preface with uh, this episode with you should go listen to Tammy, who is a Pinterest expert. We interviewed her in episode 30 of the podcast. So um, go listen to that episode. Like it's just, it has all of the amazing things for how to get started with Pinterest. So um, because the rest of this episode is going to assume that you already know some of the basics. And um, in that episode, we talked about how to get started, what to pin when you don't have enough of your own content, and how to set up your Pinterest boards and your account for success. So um, so go listen to that episode. Again, that's crystalprofit.com slash episode 30. And that's where you're going to find like just the basic everything you need to know for Pinterest. But I recorded that episode in January, and this episode is airing in July. So, I mean, that is six straight months of experimenting on Pinterest and trying different things and pinning at different times. And, you know, I've experimented with so many things over the last six months. So that is what I want to share with you today. Everything I've learned since speaking with Tammy, because, I mean, I was brand new to marketing on Pinterest when I first met Tammy. And I just, I have learned so much. So let's get right into it. The first thing I do want to talk about is what do you pin on Pinterest? This is something that we covered in episode 30, but I want to give you a few more ideas on um, specific to podcasting. Because when I talked to Tammy, a lot of the things weren't necessarily just about podcasting. It was about blogging and doing all kinds of other things. And I want to cater this episode to speak directly to podcasters. So um, I'm going to give you two scenarios here. So if you do not have a website, which you don't have to have a website for your podcast, then you can pin your podcast on different platforms you want to like send your listeners to. So all you literally need is a working URL in order for this to work. So let me explain how this how this happens, how this goes down. So if you're not super familiar with Pinterest, you have to have an image or video. I don't know a lot about video marketing on Pinterest. Um, maybe we'll get a Pinterest expert to come talk to us about using videos uh, to market specifically on Pinterest, but you have to have an image that is the custom dimensions that Pinterest wants, and then you need to have a working URL and a description. That's another thing you do need to have, but a working URL is the most important. I can't tell you how many things that I've tried to pin either through Pinterest or through Tailwind, which we'll talk about that towards the end of this episode. It's a tool that I use to schedule everything. But um, you just have to have a working URL. So think about all the places where your podcast shows up. Okay, if you don't have a website, right? We're still talking about people that do not have a website. Maybe you plan to have one one day. Then if you don't have one right now, you can absolutely get started with pinning stuff without a website. So you can go to, uh, let's say, Apple Podcast or Google Play 
or Spotify or Stitcher or SoundCloud or all the other million platforms that are out there where you have your podcast and you can grab that link and attach it to a specific pin. Now, I don't recommend using the same image and the same everything and, you know, the same URLs just over and over again because that is spamming, one. Like, that's just, it's not, it's, you won't get very far doing that. You're going to get shut down and it's not a great way to attract listeners anyway. But my second point is Pinterest will shut you down. Like, I've seen people, um, I'm a part of a few blogging communities and I've seen where people like, oh, I got locked out of Pinterest, or they kicked me out, or they did this, like they shut down my account. And it's because uh, Pinterest is very, like, they don't allow it. They don't allow spammers because they want their customers, which is you and I, if you're a Pinterest user, they want their customers to have an amazing experience. And if they go to open their feed and there's 100 pins of the exact same thing like people they're just going to be turned off they don't I don't want to look at the exact same recipe 75 different times or the same butt workout like come on like I don't want to see all that so um so don't spam people that's not a great way to do this but you can create individual images and links to a podcast episode. Just think about all the places where your podcast shows up online. And if you're not sure, Google your podcast name or Google your name and your podcast name and see where it's showing up. If it's not showing up just yet, then that is a good possibility that you've just launched and you don't have enough out there for all of the bots and for SEO to really start working for you. But, um, but just consider that if you don't have a website, find out where, um, you like where your podcast is already showing up. But also another thing to consider is, um, your hosting site, if they like provide an actual website for you. So, um, one of the perks of being a Buzzsprout member is that they give you a free URL for your podcast. I don't exactly know how it's set up because I don't, I have my own website, so I don't use the Buzzsprout one, but it's, I think it's like, you know, buzzsprout.com slash the profit podcast, maybe, maybe that's where my uh, URL is. But I mean, you could point people to that and they give like individual episodes. I want to say like you can have a URL for each one, but that's another place to send your Pinterest people is I'm going to put this image up that's talking about this episode and then I'm going to send um, people to my Buzzsprout or your hosting site's webpage if your hosting site um, provides you with a free URL. So again, that's just another cool thing that Buzzsprout does for all their people for, especially if you don't have it within your budget right now, if you're just starting to have your own website. So that's really cool. But if you do have a website... Oh my gosh, this is where the sky is the limit. Like, holy moly, you can pin every single episode that goes to your, like, that's on your site that you have hosted, or you can just post your, or you can pin your podcast main page that's on your site. Like, it's up to you. So, for example, I could link to this episode, which is crystalprofit.com slash episode 68, and I could create multiple pins and link them back to this URL on my website. So what does that do? So if someone's scrolling through Pinterest 
And like, let's say today's is ways to use Pinterest to market your podcast. If someone sees that on a pin, they're like, oh, I think I'm going to have a podcast one day. I'm going to see what this is. They click on it. They go to my website, which spikes my analytics for my page views. And it also, here's like a pro tip, side note, um, it also triggers um, some back-end logistics that helps me um, really understand my audience more and helps me see who's visiting my website. So again, it just helps with understanding your listener better and really getting to know the people that are consuming your content. So um, so that's really cool. So if you have a website, um, I think in... Um, I know in the course that I'm releasing in August, Profit Podcasting, we are actually going to have an in-depth bonus, which is related to social media strategies, and Pinterest is one of the biggest ones. I've already shared with you a lot of the uh, Facebook and Instagram tips and tricks that I have, but Pinterest, oh my gosh, like I could just, there's not enough time because I don't like to have four hour long videos and, you know, podcasts about, um, like for episodes, but man, Pinterest, I could just totally geek out and go really deep on that. So that's something to look forward to if you're thinking about joining us for Profit Podcasting um, in August. But okay, so let's go back to if you have a website, you don't have a website. This is for people that have either or. Like you can have a website or not have one, but this applies to everybody. You can also pin stuff that you post on social media. Now, this was like, what? Like, I did not even know that you could do this until I had my original conversation with Tammy, who, like I said, she's our Pinterest expert. But um, here's an example. So you could do a Facebook Live about whatever it is that you're talking about for your podcast. Let's say you did a Facebook Live talking about your episode that's coming up, or you did a Facebook Live interview with another person that could be like an expert in your field, well, you can go and pin that so that people can find it in the future. Like, mind blown, you know? And then Tammy also told me, you know, you could pin everything that you post on your Instagram account. Again, it goes back to all you need is a working URL in order for Pinterest to work for you. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I just see so much potential. And even in planning and doing this episode, I realized that I'm not pinning and utilizing Pinterest enough um, as much as I could be. So this is kind of like, you know, my wake up call to get my butt into gear um, for Pinterest because I see the potential and like all the cool things that I could really be doing for my podcast uh, that I haven't been doing. But um, but here's like a quick side note. What I love about Pinterest is that you can do all of this, all of this pinning, all of this marketing, all of it. You can do it after the fact. You don't have to stay up to date with all of your Pinterest content if you don't have time to do this like right this moment. So what does that mean? So that means if you set aside a few days a month, depending on how often you're going to commit to posting and doing all the things that Tammy talks about in episode 30, um, you can fill your Pinterest calendar with stuff you've already done. So when I talk about pinning, I'm not talking about planning all of your pins from now until kingdom come for all of your content that you're going to be doing for the next six months. I'm talking about stuff that is out there. 
because again, you are you have to have a working URL. So you could think back to everything that you've done from episode zero to today and start pinning or all the times you've talked about your podcast on social media, you could pin that. Did you go onto someone else's podcast? You can pin that. Did you go on their Facebook Live? You can pin that. Like it's just, I'm telling you, the sky is the limit when it comes to Pinterest and I could go I could go back and create hundreds of pins around all of the episodes I've done up to this point. Um, like I said, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, everything. You just need a working URL and a pinnable image in order for this to work, right? Like, boom, mind is blown. Okay, so that's the first thing I wanted to cover today is what can you pin on Pinterest? The next point I wanted to make is don't worry about reinventing the wheel. So what do you what, what what are we talking about here? I'm talking about thinking that you have to have this creative mind or you have to have like someone that you're giving like hundreds of dollars to every month or even thousands over the course of a year to manage your Pinterest. And I know that it's very helpful, but if that's not in your budget, that's not in your budget. Like you can't help that. So I want you to not let that intimidate you if you're like, you don't have those creative genes because y'all, there are so many graphics and templates on Canva. I've talked about Canva until I'm blue in the face, but canva.com, if you go there right now, go to canva.com and there's that little search bar. And it's like, okay, you know, what do you want to create today? If you just start typing in the words Pinterest, it will populate so many free examples. Again, like I love promoting Canva because it's 100% free. Um, You can, you know, upgrade and do all that other stuff. I've never paid a dollar to Canva ever. I love it so much because it's completely affordable and it's amazing. But um, I'm going to put some examples in the show notes of what I'm talking about. But if you're just getting started with Pinterest, I really recommend you using the Canva templates that they have. Obviously, you want to change the colors and maybe a little bit of the design or the pictures to match your podcast and your branding. But um, you want to make sure that the dimensions for the picture match what Pinterest wants because otherwise they just look gross and pixelated, right? Like if you if you are a Pinterest person, you've been using Pinterest for a long time, even if you haven't been using it for your business or your podcast, you know what I'm talking about. You know the gross pins that you see and you're like, ugh, I'm not clicking on that. <laughs> I just felt like the most judgmental person ever. I'm judging you for your pins, okay? They look pixelated. You can't read the text. And I just feel like I'm going to get a virus if I click on this pin. So it ain't happening. So I want you to know as a Pinterest consumer, those are the thoughts that run through my head. So you don't want to be that person. You want to make sure that everything looks really nice, very clean, and you don't have too much text. Um, If you want to see examples of how people pin, pin things within your industry, just go to Pinterest and type in in the search bar, a keyword that you want your podcast to be known for. And man, like you will just be bombarded. Like there's literally everything on Pinterest. There's everything you could ever imagine. Someone is talking about it. I promise you. 
So, um, and don't let that discourage you. That's actually a good thing because that means people are searching for this. Therefore, other people are making content. And, um, and I think that you can get a lot of good ideas for how you can make your images stand out from the other people that are creating content that is similar to yours. So, um, so once you create a few templates within Canva, and I do recommend you create more than just one as far as templates go, because, you know, you just don't know until you get started what's going to work for your audience and, you know, what they're going to resonate with. Um, some of them for my pins, if I look back at my most popular ones, um, most of them are text. Um, if I include a picture of myself or, you know, something else, maybe they don't perform as well. But I found that a whole lot of white space and very eye-catching text works well for the content that I'm creating. But once you create those templates, I want you to use them every single time you go to pin new content for your podcast because this is going to keep your branding consistent. So when your followers are scrolling, right, like just think about the scroll of how people behave on any type of social media or Google or YouTube, whatever, like you're scrolling through and then they start to recognize your branding, then they're going to stop. Like they're going to see like, oh, that's Crystal's fonts and her colors and her styles. Like, oh, I wonder what she pinned. Maybe it's something they'll be interested in. Maybe it's not. But at least you're doing your personal branding. You are marketing your podcast in a way that gets people recognizing whenever you put out new content. Okay, so back to the point of not reinventing the wheel Whenever you pin things on Pinterest, so you got your image, right? You have your template, you have your graphic from Canva. That's where you created this. I want you to use your podcast episode description for the description you're going to put in Pinterest. So what does that mean? That means when you have a pin, you have your image, right? That's what you make in Canva. Underneath that, you have the board that you're going to pin it to, and then underneath that, you have your Pinterest description. And I can't, I don't know off the top of my head how many characters you're limited to, but you can put a pretty decent description in there of what you're, you know, what you're pinning. What is, you could just put episode 68 of the Profit Podcast. Or an even better one would be Pinterest marketing strategies for your podcast, The Profit Podcast, episode 68. That's better. Or I could go even further and actually copy and paste my podcast description, like the episode description, from my hosting site and just delete all the text that won't fit. Because there is a character limitation. It won't just let you write a book, you know, in the Pinterest description. But it'll let you write quite a bit. So um, I want you to take advantage of that because, again, it's good for keywords and for SEO, and it's just, you know, it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome. I love that you're able to do all of this in there because it just helps people, you know, realize, is this for me or not? But on the podcast, I haven't really talked about a lot of the podcast episode description. I know that um, I've recently created some content. It's something I go really deep into in the course, but um I'll just say this here. 
if you write really awesome copy, which is everything you use to describe your podcast episodes, your uh, your descriptions for your actual podcast, all your market, like it just makes it so much easier on yourself. And you'll get so much mileage out of that one podcast episode description if you take the time to write it really, really well from the beginning. So I talked about this um, in the Facebook and the Instagram marketing, but don't be afraid to use your podcast episode description that you used from your hosting site in order to create copy for your pin descriptions. You can also include even a relevant hashtag or two while you're there. Um, I know Pinterest allows you to do that. So um, if again, back to branding, back to marketing, uh, whatever you can include in there to make it relevant to someone that's looking at your stuff, then definitely uh, put it in there as much as Pinterest will allow. Okay, so the next topic I want to cover is I want you to pin all of your relevant content to one board. All of your stuff goes on one board. And Tammy and I covered this in episode 30, but there's a really important reason why. Um, I want you to pin all of your stuff. So here's an example. I have a board on my Pinterest account. If you go to my Pinterest account, I've linked to it in the show notes. If you go to my Pinterest account, you will see I have a board at the very beginning. It's one of my first boards and it's titled The Profit Podcast. And I only, 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 only pin stuff that's related to this podcast. But since I talk about podcasting, I teach podcasting, and it is literally what my life feel like. I feel like my life revolves around podcasting, and because I love it so much, I have another board that's titled "Learning to Podcast," and on that board, I pin from tons of other people. I'll still put my stuff on there, but that's where I put, um, you know like examples of other people that have put out other great content that's related to podcasting. So um, this helps me, one, help my people, like my followers on Pinterest. If I have Pinterest followers, they know to go to that board, like, oh, you know, learning to podcast, you know, I'll go check that out. Um, Crystal, she has her stuff, but then there's also other people that are in here. But what this really helps me do, too, it's like a little secret podcasting hack. Maybe I need to call it a pod hack. I don't know, that sounds like a weird word. I don't know, I don't know if I want to use that. I'm going to work on what I'm going to use. Um, pod, podcast hack. It's just hard to say. I can't, yeah. Well, anyway, I digress on that. That's just totally, we're getting off topic here. But having all of this stuff in one board, it helps me come up with more ideas. Because if I see content that someone else who is similar to me in the same niche If they've created stuff and it's gone viral or it's gone, you know, it's pretty popular or you can see how many people have, other people have pinned it, then you're like, oh man, like that's a great topic. People are interested in that. Maybe I should talk about that on my podcast. So it's another way of thinking of more podcast content. But another thing that Tammy talked about in our previous episode was having all of your boards listed first on your Pinterest profile page. So I want to reiterate that here because um, I didn't do this until, I want to say a few months ago. I went back and I revamped and um, redid my, I listened to that podcast episode again, actually, to hear her tips. 
And I listened to, um, you know, what she really said about the profile page. And I thought, man, like there's a lot of stuff on here. Like I have all my personal stuff and I keep it hidden because no one cares about when I'm planning, you know, the boy's birthday party. And I need to know like where is the best place to get Minecraft and Beyblade stuff. Like no one cares about that. And so I, um, you know, I, I keep all that stuff hidden. Or when I start thinking about home organization, there's a few things that I leave. Like my yummy to my tummy board. Oh my gosh, if you ever need a recipe, I think that I, I probably have close to 4,000 pins in there. And that is the kind of stuff that I would look at in the middle of the night when I'm, you know, nursing my sons. It was just, you know, mostly recipes. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so the next point I want to make is having Pinterest analytics is just another way for you to get to know your audience even better. Because Pinterest, while a lot of people think of it as social media, it's a search engine. It's not like it's just like another Google. And because of that, I feel like it gathers more data on its users. So um, like, let me give you an example. So I can go into my analytics right now and I can tell you that my audience on Pinterest is almost 60% between the ages of 18 and 34 and 70% female. So what does that tell me? Well, that tells me that my, the portion of my audience, because I can see my audience stats from my hosting site, right? Like I can tell my target range is between 24 to 45. That is who most of you listeners are. Like that is the demographic that you fall in um, for the average listener of the Profit Podcast. But on Pinterest, the cutoff is at 34. And then it really drops off. After that, um, the ratio to female is actually lower on Pinterest than it is on my Buzzsprout account. So it's just really interesting. I can also see what their interests are. So this is where it gets so cool, y'all. And I geek out on all this data and I'm not even going to apologize for it because it's helped me understand you better as a listener, but it's also given me more content ideas. Like it tells me, okay, so here's perfect, perfect example. So if you're in the stages of trying to understand your audience, start creating some pins for your podcast and see what happens because this is what Pinterest is telling me. So I'm in my analytics and I can go in and see my audience's top five interests are one, finances, two, electronics, three, design, four, quotes, and five, health. So finances, electronics, design, quotes, and health. What that tells me is that pins that are probably going to perform better for me are going to be related to maybe saving money for my audience or teaching them about podcasting equipment and electronics or showing them how to design their podcast content and marketing materials, or crafting beautiful quote cards. Oh my gosh, like, I mean, that was news to me when I looked at all this up, you know, in preparing for this episode. And maybe even talking about health somewhere in there, which, you know, I'm pretty upfront. Like, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm pretty upfront with everything that, you know, like I run and I work out and, you know, I, you know, try to eat healthy and do all these other things. But, that's something I'd never even considered creating content around. So 
boom, you know, like content idea for another time. But um, it's just another way to really get to know and understand your audience and the people that you're connecting with online. But the last thing I want to share with you is the tools that I use for Pinterest. So I mentioned in the Instagram episode, if you haven't listened to that, go check out episode 66. That's um, Instagram marketing. And I mentioned Tailwind for Instagram. So that schedules, you know, posts and helps you do all these other cool things on the back end. Well, Tailwind for Pinterest is just as amazing. Oh my gosh. So if you like, you're even considering possibly doing some Pinterest marketing, hands down, you need Tailwind. I'm telling you this from someone who was really hesitant about it. I didn't know if I wanted to do it. I wasn't sure. Like it just hands down. It's amazing. I learned about Tailwind from the community of bloggers that I'm a part of. Everyone was talking about, you know, Tailwind this, Tailwind that. And I was like, what are y'all talking? Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And so what it is, it's a scheduling tool where you can plan your pins and you can schedule them for whenever your audience is going to be online. So I'm not normally on my phone on a Saturday evening. Like I just... I'll just be real honest with y'all. I fall asleep early or my husband and I like that's when we catch up on our shows or we're watching a family movie. Like I'm not normally on my phone, especially on Pinterest on a Saturday night, but my audience is like that is when like that's like a peak time because I can look in Tailwind and see. And so what Tailwind does is I can have all of these pins Again, it doesn't have to be for future content. It could be for all of my previous content that I have. I could create a whole bunch of pins and have them scheduled on Tailwind. And Tailwind is going to pin it at the appropriate time that the majority of my audience is online. So it looks like brand new fresh content, even if I scheduled it a month ago or a week ago, right? Like it just, oh my gosh, it just, it's, it's so addicting once you get started, and I think that Tailwind offers you a hundred, like a hundred pins that you can do for free or something like that. So I'll link to it in the show notes. But um, just try it for free. Like I'm telling, like if anything, if you're gonna think about it, try it for free. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And um, here's even some more stats. Like I haven't used it a hundred percent consistently. Like I started using it in January right? Like I think it was either, I think it was right before the episode I did with Tammy. I had just started using Tailwind. I didn't know a lot about it. I think I was still on the free trial even when I talked to her. And then I, in the last, let me see, in the last six months, I've been, you know, 90% effective. I've been pinning about 10 images a day since January And my reach for my pins has gone up from somewhere around, I think it was like 1,500 to now it's 6,000 monthly views. Okay, so let me explain this real fast. So I want to be really clear that that's 6,000 views on my pin and I'm not just pinning my stuff. So that means there's been 6,000 monthly views on my Pinterest account but it hasn't been all my stuff, y'all. Actually, I I need to hire someone to create pins for all of my content because I went to two episodes a week. Like I just have so much stuff, but that means that my pins, 
the stuff that I'm pinning 10 times a day, you know, and it does, it takes a lot of planning, but once you get used to it, there's all kinds of suggested tools that you get to use in Tailwind. So it's a lot easier to find like good quality stuff to pin. But that means my pins are getting in front of 6,000 people every single month. Every single month, 6,000 people. What if all of that was my content? And what if I was pinning, let's say, 15 or even 20 times a day? And then what if I grew that to 2,000 monthly views? Because I've seen it done. I've seen, like I said, I've been part of the blogging community. And I've seen where people are like, oh, you know, I got up to 2,000 monthly views. I'm at over a million monthly views for my pins. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that is insane. But it's because they stayed consistent. And they're constantly pinning their stuff and their audience on Pinterest, the people that are consuming content on their, on the daily, on the regular, start noticing like, oh, you know, there's Crystal. She's got another podcast tip for us. Let's go see what this is. And those can lead to even more downloads for your podcast, even more page views on your website, and even just so many more like behind the scenes marketing things that we don't have time to get into into today. But I mean, it's just, there's so many possibilities with Pinterest. So I knew I was excited about this episode. I knew it was going to run longer than the other two. Um, And I actually, I'm cutting myself off because there's just so much that I could cover when it comes to, you know, keywords and SEO and doing everything, you know, in in a well-organized and planned way. But I just wanted to give you these five tips for using Pinterest to market your podcast So let me recap for you real fast. We talked about what kind of content do you want to pin. We talked about not reinventing the wheel. Use Canva and their templates that they have and then start using your own templates once you see what is working for your audience. Then we talked about your content needs to go on its own board. Put all of your stuff on your board, one board. We talked about Pinterest being another great way to know your audience and using those analytics to come up with more content ideas and to really understand who your listeners are. And then, of course, we talked about Tailwind. And I'm telling you, go check out the free trial. Go see what they have. I know, like, you don't even have to put in your credit card information. I think the only thing you have to do is link your Pinterest account. And it's just, it's totally worth it. I have not regretted it whatsoever. I think that... If you did want to join Tailwind, um, just to give you an example of how much it cost, I think it's around, uh, I know it's less than $200 for the year, and I want to say it's between 10 to $15 a month. I think it depends on whether you go on a monthly plan or a yearly plan on how much it costs, but I know it's somewhere between 10 to $15 a month, so it's totally affordable, and it's worth every single penny, I promise you. But that does it for this episode. So if this is your first time tuning in, I'd love for you to subscribe and hear what other fun things we're going to be talking about in the coming weeks. Be sure to sign up for the five-day podcast boot camp and check out the other great resources we have in our resource library. And of course, check out all of the tips and everything at the show notes at crystalprofit.com slash episode 68. And remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 